0: So much for clicking on this podcast. thank you so much for strutting with me with God and thank you so much so much for all the love and support that was received with the very first podcast. I know we're just starting out, but man, the amount of love and acceptance and all around excitement for in this podcast um, is really awesome to hear so please continue to. Uh, message me Um, one day I will create an email for this podcast so that um, people who don't personally know me can message me as well but again thank you so much and I'm going to rush through this a little bit today not rush but go straight into it because I do want to talk about this passage I'm very passionate about it and I've been hearing you know myself talk about it and I'm gonna say I've been hearing God telling me to say this passage because when I first heard it it blew my mind um to see how a parable can really just touch base on a lot of things like we we're we're well known with different types of parables that Jesus stated that Jesus said while teaching you know we one of the most famous ones are is going to be the prodigal son. Um, but this one I never heard growing up and so this is a parable that I heard of recently and I just don't think that it's talked about a lot and I don't think that people really know everything that's going on in it and me by no means, I do not have a degree in this I do not have any um, further expansion other than me reading the Bible and studying and taking a grasp into it but I just thought it was so needed in the type of world that we live in now so I'm going to be reading off of the King James Version in Judges 9 and we do need a backstory on this so Israel um, was looking for a king to rule over them and they wanted Gideon strong mighty Gideon to rule over them but Gideon stated that he didn't want to rule over them. That he, wa- they wanted, that he wanted them to look up to God to rule them. Not to a human, but to the Lord. Um, time later, Gideon passed away and he left behind many sons. And by many sons, I mean multiple sons. And Israel was still looking for a king. And his son, Abimelech uh, decided that this was his time to become king. So in his own decision, he decided to go and tell Israel that he was going to be their king. But to ensure that he had absolute zero opposition, he said, let's go kill my brothers to make sure that he's the only one that can rule over them. And that's exactly what they did. They killed off every single one of his brothers except for one, the very youngest one, Jotham, and while the killing spree was continuing, Jotham continued in hiding until he had word that he, his brother Abimelech became king. That's when he decided to come out of hiding and speak on top of a mountain to let everyone in Israel hear him and have him speak out against his own brother. And this is a parable that he stated. And this is where we're at. So this starts in, again, Judges 9. And I'm going to start off at verse 8. This is where the story, the parable that he begins to state begins. The trees went forth on a time to anoint a king over them. And they said unto the olive tree, Reign thou over us. But the olive tree said unto them, should I leave my fatness wherewith by me they honor God and men, and go to be promoted over the trees? Now, that right there. By the way, I know when I first heard this, I was like, should I leave my fatness? And I was like, yes, Lord. Yes, I should. But in this case, fatness means goodness. The goodness that the olive tree provides. So the trees went to an olive tree who knows what it provides who knows who it serves which is God who knows what it provides to man to leave all of that to just for a title so the trees move on because the olive tree denied their request the, and it continues on on verse 10 and the trees said of the fig tree come thou and reign over us By the way, this is why I read the King James Version because I feel so fancy. Come thou and thee. Top notch. Anyways, I digress. And the tree said to the fig tree, come thou and reign over us. But the fig tree said unto them, Should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit and go to be promoted over the trees? Now, this is pretty much exactly what the tree said to the olive tree to come rain over us. So they gotta know. So they gonna go to the next best thing that they can find, which is a fig tree. And the fig tree, just like the olive tree, knew what it produced, knew who it was, and said, "Should I leave all of that, everything that I produce, who I am, just for a title?" So then. Going over to verse 13. I apologize. Going on to verse 12. Then said the trees unto the vine, Come thou and reign over us. So now they were denied by the olive tree, they were denied by the fig tree, and now they went to the vine. And the vine said unto them, Should I leave my wine which cheereth God? I'm going to have a moment of silence with there because a men I'm going to repeat that for that verse, and the vine said unto them, Should I leave my wine, which cheereth God, can I get an amen? Amen and man, and go to be promoted over the trees. The vine said, Should I leave the joy that I produce for God and men to leave all of that joy' That I know who I am, that I produce, that I, the vine, do, just to be promoted for trees? Now listen to this. In line 14, Then set all the trees unto the bramble, Come thou and reign over us. And the bramble, by the way, they're getting desperate at this point. if you notice this, they've been rejected three times. The trees don't know who to go to. They just want someone to tell them what to do, someone to tell them who they are. And they're getting desperate. So this is where the trees are right now. And the bramble said unto the trees, If in truth ye anoint me king over you, then come and put your trust in my shadow. And if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon now I want to go over the, ver- the parable here and just see where the olive tree the fig tree the vine and the bramble and the trees themselves relate to our lives today now the trees are just general people if you notice the trees don't have a specific name They're called trees. When I first read this, I was like, well, an olive tree is a tree and a fig tree is a tree. Why is that not any different than the trees? Well, that's the difference right there. The trees don't have a specific production. They don't know who they are. They just know themselves to be trees. They don't know who they serve. They don't know who, what they produce. They don't know who they bring joy to. They do not know. So they are trees. And because they do not know what they produce, they don't know who they serve. They're just looking for anyone and anything to tell them what they do. To tell them who they are. And I was, it kind of hit me right there. I said, wow, as human beings, you can be a human being and not know who you are. Not know what you produce, not know your purpose and just find satisfaction and find acceptance through human beings someone that cannot give it to you because only our God can provide you your purpose and provide you the information of who you are because he created you then moving forward into the bramble I had to look up what a bramble was I'll be completely honest with you and then I noticed something because I also like to look at other versions of bibles and I noticed that everything you know naturally stayed the same which is really awesome you know the trees stayed the trees the olive tree stayed the olive tree the fig tree stayed a fig tree and every other versions and the vine was the vine but the only thing that changed was the bramble some versions had it as a thorn bush so I looked up the difference between okay like why would there be a bramble and then why would there be a thorn bush depending on the translations especially if all the other ones were exactly the same so under bramble it is stating that is pretty much like a a short bush however it said that it might or may not produce blueberries or wild berries and then a thorn bush is, of course, a thorn bush is full of bristles and and um, thorns, <laughs> ergo thorn bush. And I thought, okay, well, it seems to me like it's a little unclear, unsure. And I'm like, well, there you go. That's why. Because the thorn bush is unclear, unsure of what it produces. The only thing that was common was the thorns. A bramble has thorns, a thorn bush has thorns, just a bramble may or may not have thorns wild or blueberries in them and I thought that's exactly why I feel like the bramble has different translations or different versions of thornbush or bramble because they don't even know who they are and they know that they're a thornbush they know the bad side of them they know they hurt but that they may or may not produce something and that is still such a dangerous place to be now if you noticed When the trees were desperate enough and they went to something in someone that they don't know who they are, they don't know the produce, but they know how they hurt people and yet they're letting people in before they're able to fix themselves, they're hurting the trees and the trees are hurting the bramble because the bramble doesn't have time to fix themselves because they found Satisfaction in caring for the trees now I do want to take a look here at a little bit more of what the Bramble stated in the verse in the verse the Bramble stated that you know if in truth ye anoint me king over you it is saying something with a serious purpose you know like saying that like it's hard to believe of the infatuation that they're receiving from the trees it says put your trust in my shadows i personally have never seen a thornbush or in this case a bramble or a thornbush provide any sort of shadow so now it is overplaying what it is able to provide which already it was finding a little bit, you know, already dangerous and kind of ironic. And then it says, if not, it becomes so eager to offer this to the trees, to this false offer to the trees, that the if not kind of implies a discouragement for the trees to decline the offer that the thorn bush is about to provide. And it ends with, let fire come out of the bramble. It is saying that it's going to consume you. Fire, what does it does? It consumes, especially on a bramble or thorn bush. So if not, it's going to just consume. And we don't want to be people that consume or are consumed by others. We want to be consumed only by our God, by love, by faith, by peace. And so then I come to the realization that, okay, what is the olive? So now we know what the trees are. They are people who don't know who they are. There are people who are trying to find someone to tell them who they are. They're trying to find affirmation. And then we have the bramble at the end or the thorn bush who knows their bad side and they're just trying to fit in and manipulate I would say others into their will and then there is the olive tree and to me it reminded me of like an olive branch and the way it was stating how should I leave my fatness my goodness my peace so the, having olive tree the olive tree is your peace so let me re- reread that should I leave my peace Whereeth by me they honor God and man my peace should I leave my peace for a title then I thought of the fig tree and it stated should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit should I forsake my dreams should I forsake my purpose should I forsake all the hope that I have in me should I forsake all of that for a title And then the vine, should I leave my wine that cheereth, which brings joy to God and man. So here we have peace, desires and purpose and dreams and joy. Pretty much this parable is telling me, do not forsake, do not compromise, do not forget And do not let anyone take away your peace, your dreams, and your desires, and your purpose, and your joy for something for man. All of that is for our Father, our God. And once you find that, you will never question it. You will know exactly who you are. You will know your worth. You will know what you produce, and you will not let that go because you know who you are and when you know who you are you will automatically remove people who don't know who they are and they will move on and hopefully you'll be able to set an example when they look back because at some point those people will find their thorn bush they will find their own bramble and be at a place where they're so hurt that they will find God everyone has a limit and I thought to myself okay like when was my limit for Nanda? when at some point we're all trees and <laughs> you know we're born trees pretty much we don't know exactly who we are we can have our parents tell us and assist us and guiding us but at the end of the day we have to walk in that faith ourselves God doesn't have grandchildren God has children you can't use your parents faith for your own faith you're going to have to find your own path and I thought okay well, let's think about a time of when I was a tree and I thought about so many times when I was a tree and looking for affirmation from humans and looking for affirmation from boyfriends and looking for affirmation from friends and then something hit me I was like Fernanda let's be honest here <laughs> how many times have you been a thorn bush How many times have you been the bramble? And to be honest, it took a lot for me to say that to myself because we don't want to admit sometimes that we were that person, that we were a thorn bush, that we were the ones hurting people, that we were the ones manipulating people. But we are. We are trees at points and we are thorn bushes at points. And at the time we don't realize it, we're just trying to fill an emptiness and we think that we find that emptiness once we settle, once we find someone who will accept us instead of you accepting your own self. So at this point I feel like all of us needs to know who they are and the only way that you're able to know who you are is by going to the Creator. You don't know how you work. You don't know what you can produce unless you go to the person who created you, who made you. And that is God. And once you find God and pursue God and seek God, you will know who you are. You will know what you produce. You will know your joy. You will know your dreams and your purpose and your desires. And you will know peace. That, I assure you, you will know peace. Don't be a tree yes it's very dangerous to be a thorn bush or a bramble it is because you're hurting others and you're constantly manipulating people for your will and you need to change at some point but the main thing is to not be a tree don't be out looking for affirmation because to me these trees they're saying that they are trees That means they are have a specific tree. You don't just look at a tree like, oh, that's a tree. There's a name for every single tree out in the world. So these trees have a specific purpose. They just don't think that and they're waiting for someone to tell them. Don't wait for another human to tell you. Don't be a tree. Go out, seek God, and find a specific tree that you are. Thank you so much, again, and I hope that this parable provokes a thought in you and motivates you in some way in your life. I do highly recommend studying on your own and making your own forms of thoughts and making your own application for it in your life. And if you have any questions or concerns, please seek, um, you know, someone (laughs) with a higher knowledge than me again like I said in the first podcast I'm just a regular person I'm just stating my mind I'm taking this journey with you I'm sure years from now I may look back and be like oh that was wrong girl but we all learn from it and I'm over here taking a stand and hoping that I can reach out to someone who's in the same boat and we can learn and progress together I hope you guys have a blessed week And thank you again for joining in my strut with God, because it's our strut with God. I hope you have a blessed week, and have a good rest of your day, night, and or evening. Bye!